thankful that he has blessed us on this day in this manner. And it's good to see all of you. You know, we have several members that are out, you know, today, you know, dealing with this pandemic, you know, either they're quarantining, uh, you know, with the CDC protocol or they may actually have the virus. So uh, keep them all in prayer. You know, the May family uh, out, you know, with the protocol and Brother Jerry, keep him in your prayer and, and several others, several others. Uh, keep us keep us all in, in prayer for, for that. And uh, but nonetheless, we serve an awesome God. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. It ain't about, you know, us being sick about the pandemic and, and all this stuff. It's it's about God, the mighty God that we serve. And it's such a privilege to be here. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thankful you know, as I always say, I'm, I'm not up here to, you know, I'm not a profound preacher and all this stuff, but I, I love the opportunity to share the scriptures. And that's what I'm about. You know, I, I can put a few scriptures together. <laughs> we can talk. You know, so I'm, I'm thankful for this opportunity for several of you. This is our my first time seeing you maybe for the year and happy new year to you all. And, uh, you know, as, as every new year, you know, this is a new beginning and yeah, we often make these resolutions, you know, I'm going to do something better. You know, you have good intentions. You know, you start out good. <laughs> but, but where do you end up? You know, but this is, you know, it's nothing new. You probably made the same resolution this year that you made the last two or three years in a row. Uh, but you have good intentions. That's kind of a little bit what I want to talk about today is, is the seed that has been planted. And, and what are you going to do with your seeds? And we're going to get a little bit into that. And what was read into your hearing this morning was Luke chapter 8, verses 5 through, 15, or 5 through 10, actually, was read into your hearing. And this is a familiar passage. I mean, we've heard it many times before. Uh, but beginning at verse 11 of Luke chapter 8, Jesus explained the parable. He says, this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and take away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in time of testing, they fall away. And that's a lot of people fall into that group. You know, they have good intentions to begin with, but they don't allow the root to take hold. In verse 14, it says, the seed that fall among thorns stand for those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed of, on good soil stand for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. You know, it's amazing how you can change your life simply by heeding to the seeds that you sow daily. Yeah. Yeah, daily, we, we actually sow seeds, believe it or not. Yeah. But the thing about a seed is that it, it, it's small in comparison to what the produce is, what, what the harvest is going to be. You know, we, we look at the seed and, and say that it's, it's, it's just ordinary. You know, you have some small things that are, you know, worth something. 
Yeah, you, you put value on it, like a little small diamond. You know, it's, it shines and glistens and all of this, but the little seed is just ordinary. Yeah, you, don't, you don't pay much attention to it. Yeah, most seeds you just throw away. But, but they can produce so much. You know, they're small in comparison to, to what they actually produce, and, and we don't put much value on the seed. But in actuality, the seed grows life. You know, and that, that's one of the things, if you look at all this inflation that's going on, how everything, the price of everything on, went up. But the seed itself is just a little old ordinary seed. And it, you know, we've got up here an illustration of, of some seeds that you can buy today that's just pretty cheap. And you can buy a whole pack of carrot seeds, probably got a hundred of those things in there, and, and for less than $2, for less than $2. You can buy you a tomato vine, you pluck the tomato, and it still continues to produce more tomatoes for under $2. And even a juicy peach. You can buy 10 peach seeds for under $11 and grow 11 peach trees, which produce all kind of fruit year after year. But it's just a little old ordinary seed. And, you know, you don't put much thought to the seed, but when it's planted, it does what it's intended to do. That ordinary seed, and, and we look at the life cycle of that little old ordinary seed. You know, it starts out as just a little old dull looking something that you don't put much value on. But then after time, if it's planted, it, it, it starts to take root. It, but if it's planted somewhere like along the, 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 the rocks or somewhere where it's not fertile ground, it may start to take root, but it may not last for long. But if you allow that uh, seed to grow just a little bit, it starts to resemble something that you recognize. You know, it starts to sprout up. Not only is it taking root down low, but it's actually becoming something. You know, as it grows, you, you can tell what that is. So if that seed starts to do what it's supposed to do, you can, you know what, that's a, that's a pecan tree. Or, or that's an oak tree. That looks like an apple tree. That looks like a, a, a strawberry vine or a grapevine. You, you know what that is when it starts to mature and become full grown. Then it starts, and that's one thing that I've always been fascinated with. You know, when, when, when vegetables and fruit, when they start to mature, they, they, they bloom and you see a nice pretty flower and, and it gets your eye and say, hey, that's, that's something right there. That, that, that's something. And then what, what happens that that nice looking little flower turns into a fruit or a vegetable. And then that even produces more seed. You know, from that ordinary little old seed, that intention, it can grow into what it's meant to be. And it doesn't even care how. That's the thing with the seed. It, it, it don't care how it got there. It, it, it doesn't even matter if you, if you planted it in a nice row. It, it doesn't matter. But if it's in good soil, it's, it's going to do what it, meant, it was meant to do. It doesn't matter if you scattered it out. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't care. It doesn't care if you had a nice, shiny tractor and plowed the field and planted millions of them. It, it, it doesn't matter. The seed itself is going to do <laughs> what it was intended to do if it is sown on fertile ground. It doesn't matter if it was blown in the wind. It, it, it doesn't matter. It, 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 but see, and that's the thing. That, that seed will do what it's intended to do. 
And it's been around for millions of years. And we see this over in Genesis chapter 1, verse 11 through 13. It says, Then God said, Let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plant, and trees on the land that bear fruit with seeds in it. You know, you, you always ask that, that question, you know, what, what came first, the chicken or the egg? But we ain't got to worry about that with the, the seed and the, and, and the vegetation. We see right here, guys, that the, the trees there that produce the seeds, right? So according to their various kinds, and it was so. Verse 12 says, the land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kind, and, their, uh, and trees bearing fruit with seed in according to their kind. You know, this, this is a passage we can use for, for the church as well. You know, God, Jesus only built one church, and, and hey, it's, it's not all these, you know, ain't going to produce all this other stuff that's out there. But that's not what my subject is today. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning the third day. And, and, and see, for us, that seed represents thoughts and actions. And say you, you, you're sowing seed, but you, you, what you're sowing are thoughts and actions. Either you're sowing it or, you, or you're sowing it out or you're sowing it within yourself. But every day, you, you, you're sowing thoughts and actions. It may be, you know, hopefully it's from studying God's word. You're sowing daily. It may be that music that you're listening to. It may be that TV program that you're listening, looking at. But you sow and seed daily. The, the, the things that happen, that, that's happening for us now, are the harvest of thoughts and actions in the past. So what you're harvesting right now are things that you have planted and sown in the past. You know, that, that little thought, that action that you acted upon five years ago, it, it helped mold you into what you are today. And I hope and pray that those spiritual seeds that were sown, people can look and say, just like that oak tree, looking at his bark and saying, hey, that's, that's an oak tree. Hopefully that seed that has been sown in you, people can even just look at you and tell that you are a Christian. Now, all seeds are not good seeds. All thoughts and actions are not good actions. As some won't be planted on fertile soil, all seeds are not meant for you to harvest and benefit from. You know, sometimes we sow seeds and, 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 and it, it ain't even meant for you to benefit from it. And, and, and you know, God said, you know, it, the seed is going to do what it's meant to do. So it's, it's not always about you, but it's for you to sow the seed. Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 13, it says, They will sow wheat, but weep thorns. They will wear themselves out, but gain nothing. They will bear the shame of their harvest because the Lord's fierce anger. You know, sometimes what you plant is going to spoil. You know, sometimes the, the, the seeds, the good seeds that you plant, Bad seeds are also going to grow there. You know, sometimes you, 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 your harvest that you plant, it, it may be destroyed, and it's not even your fault. You know, sometimes, you know, as that pastor says, it, it, they, they will sow wheat but reap thorns. Now, sometimes you can 
do all you can to make sure that your child grows up to be a, a, a Christian, a, a, a good citizen in this society. You can do all that you can. You can give it all your might. But yet, those bad seeds Amen. that they come in contact with, yeah. they, 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 they may grow. Yeah. And, and, and they're going to cause you some heartache. But it ain't no fault, no blame of yours. If you do what you, if you sow the seed that you're supposed to do, if you do what you're supposed to do, then let God take care of the rest. Now, so don't, don't take it upon yourself and beat yourself up when you've done your part, when you've sown your seed. Amen. Even at work, if you've done what you're supposed to do and, and you're catching hell everywhere you turn around, let, let your seed do what it's supposed to do. You do, you plant. It, it doesn't matter if it falls on fertile ground. It doesn't matter if it falls among some thorns. You do what you're supposed to do. You make sure that your actions or withstanding of a Christian. Hosea chapter 8 and verse 7. It says, They sow to the wind and reap a world, weep the whirlwind. The stalk has no head. It will produce no flower. Where it yields grain, foreigners would swallow it up. You know, it, it's, it's, you know it, it's something. You know, I looked at the dandelion. You know, how, you know, those seeds are sowed with the wind. It's so easy. It, it, it's, it's, it's effortless. You know, some things you do, it's, it's some of your actions, it, it, it seems like it's just second nature to you. You know, but, but, but like I said, all seed ain't good seed. You know, the, the husband, you know, a married person, the husband or wife may think, oh, just a little bit of flirting. It, it, it's just, it's harmless. You know, that, let, let, let me just you know, just play around. We're just playing around at work. You know, it ain't nothing. But that thought and that action, it, it has destroyed lives. It has destroyed families. You weep a whirlwind just by sowing something so easily. And you think it doesn't mean anything. But every seed that you sow, be careful. Be careful of that seed. Deciding to smoke a joint. Deciding to let me just down this this uh, shot of liquor, you know, because that's what my friends are doing. Well, that that right there, that little bit sowing to the wind, you ain't thought no more about it. But just that little bit has destroyed lives, has turned them upside down, it made people become something that they never would have even imagined. Sowing to the wind so easily. Especially some of our folks that's going to be going off to college. Some of you in high school, they're doing everything in the schools now. Amen. Be careful with the seeds that you are sowing. Amen. Something that you think is so innocent. Lying to mama and dad is so easy. But you may work, we, uh, reap a, a whirlwind. You know, a, a single person. You know, y'all, yeah, single folks. Oh, he just so handsome. A sheet is so beautiful, so soft. Mm. I can't stop thinking. You're holding hands and you think, oh, that little kiss is so harmless. That she's the one, but you ain't married. Well, that, that little bit of seed that you are sowing has led to so many babies out of wedlock. And children growing up in mixed families and and daddy ain't there and all kind of stuff because of that little seed that you just 
threw out there to the wind. And brothers, I it's just, we ain't got too many brothers here. I don't even know. But brothers, we can't be, you know, sowing our seeds where they ain't supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's over in Malachi. I believe it's chapter two. And, you know, when it talked about uh, divorce and God said he's looking for that marriage for he's looking for a godly seed. You know, he, 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 you know, you, you can't be fornicating and all that and, you know, planting your seed everywhere. That's not what God desires of us. Uh, it, but this also has a bright side, you know, sowing seed to the wind, and you may not think much of it, but it, 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 it can come that whirlwind. You know, just because you may have found yourself in a bad situation, you're reaping that whirlwind, you, you flirted with somebody, and now you, you're reaping that whirlwind, well, there's some good seeds that you can plant as well. And I must say this as well, it doesn't mean you know, that, that, that if, if, if fornication has happened within the marriage, that doesn't, that, is that a reason for divorce? Yes, that is a reason that you can, or death. But if not, fornication, yes. But it doesn't say that's your sentence. So if you want to still work on that, then you need to sow some seeds within that whirlwind. You know, that, that little bit of love and trust and, and honesty. You know, you sow those things to help overcome that whirlwind that you find yourself in. So what are your thoughts and your actions? What seeds are you doing? What are you doing with the seeds that you have? Are you just holding on to them? Do, they, do you just don't pay attention to them because they're just ordinary? They don't, you don't think they amount to much? But those little seeds can produce so much. Now, God said, uh, uh, the, the, uh, Gen uh, Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 through 10. Galatians 6, 7 through 10. And y'all, y'all, that's why I like to put the scripture, because I'm going to go through, <laughs> through some scriptures. You know, I, I don't have nothing else to tell you, but, but what, what God says, what the word says. So that's what I'm here to share. Galatians 6, chapter 7 through 10, it says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to, the ple uh, to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap the harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Amen. 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 So into that flesh. You know, I, I, sometimes you don't even know that you're, you're sowing to the flesh. You know, sometimes it can be so subtle. And, and, and you know, I, I'm going to say this. And I, I stand firm by it. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I work in IT, and, and you know, it, it's, it's a lot of hours. You know, not only do we work our normal business hours, but a lot of times the stuff that we do, it has to be after hours. You know, I'm constantly, you know, receiving texts and all these, you know, uh, uh, trying to breach our system and all this stuff that we have to do. And, 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 and things happen, you know, we do stuff on the weekend. Every now and then I have to do some work on Sunday. But sowing to the flesh can be so subtle. And I'm under the, 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 the mindset that God is not going to 
bless you with a job that constantly takes you away from worshiping him. I, that's, I, it just, for me, that doesn't add up. I'm, like I said, I'm in IT. I'm just a logical thinker. <laughs> and logically, God said he's going to provide you with everything that you need, the necessities of life. And sometimes we get on these jobs and it's because we want things. And, and we're willing to work extra hours. We, you know what? It's, we serve one God. One God. In the city of, in the, the county of Henry County, there's thousands of jobs out there. Thousands of jobs. And in this environment, there's hundreds of them that you qualify for. And you can't tell me that, you know what, I, I, I have to work every Sunday. I, I can't make it to worship. Now, I, I've been here on many of Sundays and in, in your homes on Sundays. If you desire to worship on Sunday, I, we, we make it happen. So you can't tell me that you omit worshiping God on Sunday because you have to work or you're on call. I'm on call every Sunday. But that doesn't hinder you from worship. It doesn't matter if you're out of town. That should be, if you're going out of town, even if you're going to another state, that should be the first thing that you're looking for. Let me find a congregation where I am. So sowing to the flesh can be that simple. Something just like that that takes you away from worshiping God. That's sowing. That's sowing to the flesh. Something that's taking you away from sowing to the spirit, you're sowing to the flesh. And what that leads to is for, it leads to a harvest of, of, of lack of desiring to worship God. It's going to, it, 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 no ifs, fans or buts about it. If you've forsaken the assembly, if you're not here with the saints to study on Monday, Wednesday, if you don't avail yourself to be a stronger Christian, you're going to sow to the flesh, and you're going to be a weak Christian. Amen. And to be honest with you, is there a such thing as a weak Christian? Either you are or you're not. Our, the God that we serve, he, desire, he, he wants our all. So, so be careful sowing to the flesh because it's going to lead to fornication. Like I said, that little bit of flirting, whatever it is, it's going to lead to adultery. It's going to lead to fornication. It ain't nothing new. If you're a male or female, you're going to be attracted to the opposite sex. I hope you're, you're attracted to the opposite sex. You know, we're in this crazy world. You're going to be attracted to something. But even that seed <laughs> sowing to the flesh can lead to destruction. It's going to lead to your lying. Yeah, that little lie with mama, I ain't, you know, I, I, it, lying. The, your voice all high. Lying. Just like that. You tell a lie and because you're so into the flesh. It leads to deceit. You're lying to your wife. You're deceiving. You're saying you're here. You're not there. It, that's what so into the flesh does. It destroys you. That little seed, that little thought that you entertained leads to an action. That little seed will take root. Don't let it. Don't let it. Something so small, it doesn't lead to crimes and everything else. That little bit of seed, but sowing to the spirit leads to eternal life. Sowing to that spirit, it can lead to eternal life. What, what better gift is that? Lead to eternal life, it leads to a peace of mind, it leads to joy, fulfillment. It leads to purpose. And the one reason many people give up on sowing spiritual seed is that each time they sow, they feel their deed is just ordinary. 
you know, you, you, you sow that spiritual seed. You, you say, well, I, I came last Sunday. You know, you normally don't come, but, but you said, okay, I'm going to come. I'm going to stay for both services, that little seed that you planted. Well, nobody patted you on the back and said, I'm glad you stayed second service. And you think, oh, that's disorder. Nobody didn't recognize it. You know, I'm going to show up and, and, and help the, the sisters, Sister Mildred, and, and all that, that, that do the, uh, the clothing. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to help out with that, and, and I'm going to bring some clothes. You know, I ain't going to help out. I'm going to just bring some clothes. Well, they didn't recognize me for bringing some clothes. That little seed, you had the seed to want to do, right? <laughs> but you thought it was just ordinary. I, you know, I, I'm not going to do that again. You think that it's ordinary. As small and ordinary as the seed is, it is still faithful and reliable in doing what God intended it to do. All those years ago when God on the third day built that, uh, not built, but created the, the, the vegetation and the seed and to produce more seed, it, it, it's, it's still doing the same thing spiritually for us today. It, it, it does. It's faithful in doing what it's supposed to do. Another reason many people give up on sowing and cultivating spiritual seed is that they, they, every time you plant, you know, a little bit of themselves have to die. You know, you, 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 you know, but, yeah, if, I, if I come on Monday and Wednesday and, and if I give up on what I'd normally do, if I give up that show that I normally watch or, you know, if I instead of. Uh, riding to work and, and listening to, you know, wh whatever the state, what is it, is it V103 here? V103, whatever. I, I'm, I'm going to listen to that instead of listening to, you know, something spiritual. You know, I, I'm going to, you, you think you're going to lose out on something because you're sowing that spiritual seed. You don't trust the seed. That's, that's what the problem, you don't trust the seed is going to do what it's meant to do. You know, they, they, they can, you know, can't see that in faith beyond a little bit of themselves and believe that the seed can conquer death and live to produce much fruit. That seed, that spiritual seed that's in you can actually produce much fruit. What fruit are you producing? What are you producing? John chapter 12, verse 24 says, Verily, very truly, this is John chapter 12, verse 24. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat fall to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. You know, I, I, you think about the, the apple tree, the apple seed. The, it, it must fall and be buried in fertile ground. And once that produces this fruit, that, that beautiful, tasty fruit. It produced many other seeds in there. And that seed produces more fruit. And, and the same with us. That spiritual seed that's buried within you, it needs to grow. And, and if you let that seed grow and you plant it, you, it doesn't matter how you plant it, it doesn't matter, it, you, you get the opportunity to spread the gospel with someone at work or just someone that's you're at the gas station pumping gas and you give them a track or however you sow that seed. It's, it's going to do what it's meant to do. It ain't meant for you to, you know, yeah, can we fertilize seeds and help it grow? Mm, yeah. 
that, that's a good thing. You know, so if you sow that seed and you get the opportunity to put a little fertilizer on it, if you get a chance to have that conversation, that relationship with whoever you planted that seed with, that's great. That's great. That's what we need to do. And unfortunately, some of us is, you know, full of, you know, manure and don't want to spread it out for fertilizer. <laughs> you know, but, but what, what was planted in you? You know, we need to get that out there. And once that dies and produces more fruit, that's what it's meant to do. Second Corinthians. And this is a familiar passage. And usually we, we, we look at this for, for offering. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 15. Usually, we relate this to your giving of, of, of your money. But, but if you look at it, that's not necessarily wholly what this passage is talking about. This is talking about you being generous in all aspects of your Christianity. This is talking about you being generous with your time, your sowing these seeds. This is about you being generous in many ways, in your gifts. And let's look at that. Verse 6, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, it says, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whosoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteous endures forever. Now he who supplies the seed to the sower and the bread for food will also supply the increase your store of seed and will enlarge your harvest of your righteousness. In verse 11, it says, and uh, you will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. This service that you perform is not only supplying the need for, of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of your service by which you have proved yourself, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. Verse 14 says, and in, in their prayers, in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of your surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable uh, gifts. It's about you giving. And, and we, we've made it extremely easy here at the Locust Grove Church of Christ for you to spread the gospel, Amen. for you to spread good seed. You know, we have the, I just mentioned the clothing pantry over there. Generosity. You can tell someone, hey, if you need clothing, all sizes, children, adults, men, women, what better way, how easy is it to say, hey, well, I, I got some clothes. Okay. <laughs> and, and you don't even have to go to Goodwill and, and pay them a percentage or whatever. You ain't got to pay. Mm -hmm. 
It's free. Just come shop. See what you want. If you need something that we, and we don't have it, guess what? We even help you. Mm-hmm. How easy of, of sowing that. It's like sowing to the wind. <laughs> How easy is it? You know, we, and we see fruit from some of the seeds that we've sown here. I mean, going out to some of the neighborhoods that we, you know, when we were able to, 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 to do the soup kitchen and to go give out food. And that produced families here. You know, how easy was that? All you had to do was show up. And we had few in numbers then. But how easy can that be to sow a seed? Just show up and show support. How easy is it to say, well, you know, come, come on Sunday. It, it doesn't get any easier than being here on Sunday. I'm telling you. <laughs> what seeds are you? So what are you going to do with your seeds? What are you doing with them? You know, that, 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 I think about the watermelon. You know, everybody loves a juice of watermelon. I remember as a kid just eating the watermelon all the way to the rind, you know, all up your nose. And then you just spit all the seeds out. You know, you just them seeds. You don't want the seeds. <laughs> Some of us are like that. Or you like that with, with Christianity. You want all the goodness, but you just spit out the seeds and, and don't care about them. You know, some of us are even like, you know, we in this new age now. I don't know about y'all, but I, I don't even buy the watermelon with the seeds in it no more. <laughs> I don't want the seedless watermelon. <laughs> or, or you like that. Or you, just, you want all God's goodness, but you don't want to plant nothing. You don't want to spread nothing. You want to keep it to yourself. That ain't what we are charged to do. We are charged to go out and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. God going to do what he needs to do. We need to do what we're supposed to do. You know, the, the, the seed is faithful in what it's going to do. I guarantee you. Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, verse 26 through 29. It says, he, uh, he also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scattered seed on the ground. Night and day, whether he sleeps or get up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts a sickle to it because the harvest has come. God said, hey, all you got to do is plant the seed. All you have to do is plant that spiritual seed within yourself. You got some seed. You got to sow some seed within yourself, too. And when you do, share it. Not only with those that you come in contact with, but God makes it so easy. He he assigned us responsibilities to do. You know, as a parent, you need to sow that seed within your child that, hey, you know what, at, at all, me, us in this house, we're going to be at church on Sunday. What, what seed are you sowing? If they don't get that from you, what's growing in them? When they get older, that, they're going to harvest that, and they're going to be missing. They're going to they're do the same thing. So what seed are you sowing? Are, are, are you sowing the seed that, you know what, I, instead of Christmas, you're getting all these gifts and, and, and being in debt and all this stuff? Hey, let's go to the... You know, let, let's give out some stuff. Amen. What seed are you sowing? What are you doing with these seeds? God has blessed us tremendously. What are you doing on your job? Are you saying, you know what? You know, if, if I was Muslim and if I had to go out and do whatever they do, what, 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 noon or whatever they do, 
they, they, they take, they'll say, okay, well, they Muslim. That's fine. You, you can't work on Sunday or whatever. But you're a Christian. You, you can't say, I, hey, I got to serve God. If not, I, you know what? There's other jobs out there. What are you doing with these seeds? I guarantee you, you hold a whole bag of seed. You hold a whole bag of blessings, a bag of gifts. You, you sit, you, you, the, the harmony that I heard this morning, man, on, on Sundays, we should be about to raise the roof off. Because some of you have been blessed with some good voices. And I raise mine, and I know I don't sound good. But, <laughs> but, but I'm thankful for, for a voice anyhow. So what are we doing with these seeds? What are you going to do? This is a new year. You got good intentions. You say, I want to be a better Christian. I want to be stronger. You sit here and you do the same as you always have done. Are you just sitting? You come and you leave and that's it? What are you doing to admonish, to build up your brother and sister? Have you called somebody this week? We got several people that are out. What are you doing with your seed? God has blessed us now with, with cell phones and all kind of stuff. You're working, you, you're working on that job to get extra money because you got the unlimited plan on your cell phone <laughs> and hadn't called another saint. What are you doing with these seeds? What are you doing with your intentions? What are we doing? We can do better. If you haven't got involved with even anything, how easy it can be here, if you hadn't got involved with anything around here, is your seed, is it, is it growing? Is it maturing? Which one's growing? Is it the seed of your flesh? Is it the seed of your spirit? What, what, what's growing? What, what are you doing with your seeds? That's my question for you today. And that's, that's my message. I, I'm keeping it short this morning, I think. Yeah, I'm actually longer than all I thought. So. <laughs> but, but Lord, I, I'm, I'm thankful, you know, for the opportunity to, to spread this, to, to, to share the gospel. But we have work to do. We, we can't turn a blind eye to what God's word says. We, we can't, we, you can't ignore that a seed has been planted in you. You know, some of us like to just overlook it. It's just some ordinary seed. You, you're not here by chance. You, you didn't just happen upon Locust Grove Church of Christ by chance. You hadn't just been blessed to be here Sunday after Sunday just by chance. God is saying, hey, there's a seed in you. I, I need it to grow. I, I, I need you to produce good fruit so that it can produce more seed. But what are you doing with your seeds? Let's do better. This is a new year, new opportunity. Let's, let's do better. The God that we serve, he'll provide us with everything that we need. And he has blessed us beyond that. And we know that we're only going to be here for a short time. <laughs> Blink of an eye, we're going to be gone. Several laid up in the hospital right now. Several on their deathbed right now. We're only here for it. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's my question. That's my message for you today. So if if if. If you're here, I don't, uh, if you're here and you have not given your life over to Christ, that seed even has been put in you. You know what the gospel of Jesus Christ is all about. That seed has been planted in you. You know that God the Father created heaven and earth. And in the beginning, his son was there with him. And, and, and you know that he sent his son to this earth as an atonement, as a 
sacrifice on our behalf so that we may have right to eternal life. You believe in heaven and hell. You know that if, if you obey God's word, then you get the opportunity to go to heaven. If you don't, there's hell that waits. You say, I believe all that. But as 1 Peter 3, uh, 21, 22, as it states, you know, if you don't know anything else, knowing that God, the Bible says I need to be baptized for salvation. If that's all you know, that you believe all, that Jesus is the son of God, that he, God created this heaven and earth, and there wasn't no big boom. That's, if that, you know the basics. <laughs> that's enough. And knowing that, hey, I need to be baptized so I can have a good conscience towards God. That, that's enough to, that's the seed that you need to grow. Amen. If that's all the seed that you can put out there, hey, put that seed out there and, and let it grow. But that's my word. If, if, if you have uh, any prayer requests at this time, if, if you want to make your petitions known at this time, what's our song, Foster? 111. 111. 